you know, so we're trying to grab people and communicate to them. Where are they? They're on social media. They're on their mobile phones. Yeah. They're on TV and they're not on TV. Like you and I grew up with cable TV or mm -hmm. direct satellite TV. They're on streaming today. Yep. They're on Hulu, Netflix. Yep, exactly. So shouldn't we talk to them there? And because you're logged into a Hulu, Netflix or whatever, we know who you are. And so if you dine at a restaurant, we can figure out you're probably somebody we need to communicate with. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined by Joe Mediate, who is the founder and CEO of Webocity, where they help businesses grow and find more customers with digital marketing. For example, they worked with Moe's Southwest Grill to increase their Facebook conversion 67% with their magic. And when I say magic, I mean, I've, I've talked to Joe extensively um, for the last few months, and he is just a absolute treasure trove of knowledge and uh the tools he has and how he go to goes about it is so innovative uh joe pleasure to have you on excited to be chatting with you today uh, so am i this is a great great time to be with you and uh, i'm, I'm going to enjoy our conversation today awesome so first of all you know i gave kind of like a quick summary of webosity why don't you tell me how like why did it start and what do you guys what do you do who do you help yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. We I owned a software company that I grew from, you know, nothing, basically a white sheet of paper, grew into a large organization and eventually got bought out by a public company. We were venture backed by General Electric, uh, GE Power System. So we had this great organization. I've heard of, I've heard of those companies. Yeah. Yeah, those little guys. And uh, <laughs> GE was, was an interesting uh, investor. And actually, the people who bought us was uh, a subsidiary of GE. So we had a great, great time. We took a, a company from, you know, one person to a, per, a company of 100 people with, you know, people like Verizons and Marta, the transportation company, Detroit Water and Sewer, Miami Dade Water. So we had these big companies using our product. Anyway, so after I sold the company, we decided that, or I decided it was time to go help other companies with a couple of things, one with their marketing, but two, how do I, you know, help them grow their business? Because marketing just one yeah. aspect. So we really got in, I got into the business consulting world at the beginning and help people get venture capital money. But through the recession, as you remember, venture capital money wasn't flowing. It wasn't flowing. Yep. And so we decided to really start focusing on exclusively marketing and digital marketing. So that's kind of the history, how we got here. Started as a nice, uh, a nice company. I've been in the software, hardware, computer business for over 20 something, you know, years. And um, it's just, it's just a lot of fun helping people and watching the technology grow and watch how easy it's become compared to when I started, how difficult it was in 19, you know, 81, 82. So, so who do you mainly help now? You, I know, obviously, you know, you work with uh, Moe's Southwest Grill. I know that we've talked about a few different uh, people that we uh, 
have both worked with, but like, who do you mainly work with now? You know, you know, we have a whole group of clients, but the one uh, group of clients I really want to talk about today is really retail and restaurants. Yeah. Uh, we help car dealers. We help some uh, healthcare professionals. But I think today and with your product, how our product and our service really fits is really in that restaurant retail. Yeah. And so, so talking about the restaurant retail space, tell me about like a, what's, what's a problem that you have seen uh, that Webosity is able to really solve for, for companies? You know, I think for restaurant guys, it's, it's three, two or three things. You know, one, they need help in the sense they don't have a massive marketing staff to help them market their company. Yeah. And two, they need knowledge, right? You can't afford, or should you hire, you know, a dedicated marketing chief marketing officer in your, your restaurant chain? You really need to hire and, uh, and bring that knowledge in instead of, you know, hiring it from within. So we're helping them understand who comes to the restaurant, how many times they come back, and how can I market to them um, without just putting a, an email out. Mm. But more importantly, I'm seeing restaurants really want to go grab new clients, right? Not just the people that always come to you, but how can I target competitors that sell a similar product that I have or that they have and bring those clients in? Because those, I call those are frequent diners. They go out to dinner more than once a week. And if I'm running an Italian restaurant or a steakhouse, Shouldn't I tell um, diners who visit, you know, XYZ Steakhouse, come try ours. Mm -hmm. So that's some of the things we're trying to help them with. How do you figure out what medium should you use? You know, they can't just kill it, still use TV, I mean, excuse me, email and magazines. Because I don't know about you, but when I sign up for an email, I don't use my, my everyday email for promotions. I use my... Right? Promotion. Oh, yeah. I mean, emails, emails get less than a 20% open rate, less than a 1% click-through rate. It's, it's, very, uh, it's a very hard way to go about trying to communicate with your customers. It is. It is. And I don't think it works now. So we're trying to grab people and communicate to them, where are they? They're on social media. They're on their mobile phones. Yeah. They're on TV. And they're not on TV like you and I grew up with cable TV or mm -hmm. direct satellite TV. They're on streaming today. Yep, they're on Hulu, Netflix, yep, exactly. So shouldn't we talk to them there? And because you're logged into a Hulu, Netflix or whatever, we know who you are. And so if you dine at a restaurant, we can figure out you're probably somebody we need to communicate with. I love that. Now, I think it's a great point in terms of, it's not just about uh, communicating. It's about finding out how do your customers want to be communicated with, right? And, and, uh, and meeting them there. I, I love that. I think that's a, that's, a great, that's a great point. So in terms of digital marketing, what things are you seeing right now as we're stepping into the new normal? What things are you seeing that uh, restaurants and retailers are doing successfully? Or what are things that you wish they would start doing? I'm going to talk about the wish first. Okay. Because I, I really think that they need to think about their marketing in a smart way and their advertising in a smart way. So by using mobile phones, so you asked how and what, mobile phones are the future, right? This is where everybody is right here 24 seven for the most part. 
Yeah, and it's not even the future, right? It's the present. <laughs> it's the present. I mean, my wife has it on her, her on her nightstand because he's, you know, my kids might text her. But anyway, that's the, the the device, and I call this the gold standard. So if I know your mobile ID, and I can market to that mobile ID, whether they're in social, uh, set top TV, or they're on the internet, isn't that a smart way to advertise? Because now I have my I'm creating lists of targeted people instead of just going out and sending a blast email that gets caught up in spam or as you say, the open rate for email, you know, one to 2%, that, that's fun. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a waste. Of, that's not a waste of time. I think that's something you still need to do, but you can't bank like you used to on it. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's the key, right? Is is I'm I don't want anyone to think that like I'm poo-pooing email entirely because there are places that that emails are effective. It's great to like stay top of mind. It's great to like put out these specials. It's very inexpensive, um, but it's just if if you have that as an ingredient, that's great, right? But whereas before, you know, email used to be the flower. Now email is the pinch of salt, right? I love that. I love that. Exactly. And yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's an important thing to note um, with email and, and sorry, but, but the, the mobile ID, one of the things I was, I wanted to ask you about, it sounds a bit like futuristic, like big brother, scary. It, it's, is it not? Is it like, tell me about that. It's not scary. Um, most everybody wants to get offers nowadays from places they, they frequent or from places they like. So you opt in to tons of different email or uh, mobile ID programs, i.e. if you're using Waze, you opt into that app. So as you opt into different mobile apps, you have told that supplier that you're willing to receive messages from them. So my point with that is, if, and I wanna use the restaurant example, I think this is a great example. So if I, uh, Came to your restaurant and I signed up for a reservation using open table, let's just say. Mm -hmm. I know the email address for you, Zach. I don't know the other nine people in your 10 person party. Yeah. So with the device, it allows you to identify the other nine people and market to them and advertise to those people. You know, inviting them to come back, telling about your Valentine's Day special, Telling about your Father's Day special. Because let's face it, restaurants make money today on big events. Mm. Holidays, special, special, um, what I call the Italian night, the French night, right? You have a Wednesday night that you have your French wine and your French chef coming. Well, you think you're going to you're going to tell those people about it via an email? You know, they might get it on Thursday. It ha you know, the event happened Tuesday. Yeah. So how do you, how do you utilize that mobile ID? So you collect it and uh, I want to, I want to kind of ask about how do you collect it and then how do you use it? So we collect it through, through an application we, uh, we went out and developed to, to, uh, to identify mobile IDs. So if you're, your restaurant, we would put what they call a geo fence around your restaurant. If people who came into the fence and stayed there for a period of time, we then create a list. And from this list, we're able to put it into Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, set-top TVs, the web. 
and take this list and then advertise to that list. And you could have multiple lists, weekend lists for people who just come to my sports bar to watch NFL games, the Saturday list for all the people who just watch college football, right? So you start creating these lists and then target your message to that list. It's almost a duh, right? It's like, you know, why, why haven't we been doing this? Because what most people do is just spray and pray. They have a big yeah. list, they send yep. it out to everybody. And, you know, I, and it gets people aggravated. And that's why they opt out because it's not relevant to them. Right, right. So if I have a list of people who only visit us on their holiday, Valentine's, whatever day, well, let's keep that list and tell them about our special holidays. But also, we want to provide the restaurant with viable information to understand one, where are these people coming from? Are they coming 20 miles away, 100 miles away, five miles away? Do they work nearby or do they live nearby or both? And then how many times do they frequent us? And I think the most important piece, Zach, is did we send you an ad and then did you come in? So now we can yeah. really track, is that advertising working? Because I sent you an ad, you saw it, and you came in. That's a conversion. Yeah, so. I like that. So, so it's really, because that's been one of the uh, biggest challenges, right? One of the biggest challenges is, is, is are these things working, right? Is it, is it bringing more people in, more people back? Right. So if you're going to a high-end restaurant, you don't bring a coupon. Yeah. <laughs> Right, you walk in with your date, you're all dressed up, she's all dressed up, you hand the guy, hey, here's my coupon. Right? Yeah. It just doesn't work. No, un unless, unless you're, uh, you know, <clears throat> when I was a newlywed, <laughs> then, it's a, then it's okay. It's, it's a matter of love. I remember my wife took me out to a Wolfgang Puck restaurant yeah. right after we got married. And uh, I was like, oh, we're paying full price for Wolfgang Puck as newlyweds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's like the only socially, socially acceptable time to do. But yeah, not when you're on a date, not when you're trying to make someone, you know, feel special other than uh, saving some money, right? It's, yeah, it's totally. And so how do, you, how do you attract them? How do you make sure they're coming back in and they're talking to you? And I think that um, what you're doing with like the mobile ID is interesting. Now, you, it doesn't track 100% of people, right? No, no, you're not going to get everybody. You're going to get a good percentage of them. You're not going to get everybody because people opt out. They don't want to get ads or they'll, they'll turn their GPS off or they may turn their um, location-based services off. Okay, great. So we don't, we don't advertise them. Those people, that's fine. You want to protect their privacy. Exactly. But, you know, I have to tell you, the lion's share of people who are on mobile phones, they want to get, they want to get advertised. They want to get offers from people they're familiar with and that they like. Yeah, and I think, I think one thing to really note is when you're talking about they want to get offers, you're not talking about uh, these pop-ups that are coming up on their screen that are like, buy now, buy now. What you're talking about is as I'm going through Facebook, I get an ad for a restaurant that I like or a restaurant that I might like. It's, 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 um, it's not like this scary big brother thing that I think a lot of people have. And when we first talked, that was what was in my mind was like, oh, that's like creepy. But it's not these in, intrusive, invasive forms of advertising. It's utilizing the data that, utilizing the method of media that they're already using to communicate with them about things that they will like. 
and and that's what you're talking about. Like, I don't need an ad for you know AARP, and yet I'll get those ads. I don't need an ad for a dating website, and yet I'll get those ads. Right? What this is doing is this is going to replace those AARP and dating website ads with, hey, here's a great restaurant because you frequent in this place. Try this place. Right? In I mean, not that blatantly, but in essence, am I am I am I kind of painting this? dumbing it down for someone like me well enough absolutely, absolutely. Could you like this place you'll probably like that place and right. you know quite frankly I, I you know i'm always experimenting on you know i'd love to try a new place what's new what's different right it's always a new experience i gotta go to the same restaurant you know have the same menu and i always tell the restaurant owners please change your menu once in a while you know, have a seasonal menu yeah so, and i didn't mention this at the beginning my father was in the restaurant business for 40 years I grew up as a young boy in the restaurant business. So this is no new news to me. Um, I, t I always tell the story because I think it's a great story. When, when I was growing up, cigarettes were popular, right? And my job was to once a week on Sunday, load the cigarette machine. I'd go in, you know, pop the, pop the little cigarettes in and I'd get 50 cents allowance for that. And so, you know, as I got smarter and I became, you know, like age nine and 10, I said to my dad, hey, can I come in twice a week and load the cigarette machine and I can get a dollar? And you know what he said, no, you know, you want to get more money, come, you know, sweep the floor, come, come mop the floor, come clean some dishes. So that's the environment I'm coming from, you know, 40 years of watching and being and growing up with this. And, and I know uh, what people, the restaurant business has totally changed since the, my, when I grew up. It's much more sophisticated. Uh, the clientele is much more sophisticated. You know, you just can't throw some slop at them and expect them to come back. It's gotta be well thought out. And that's gotta be the same thing with your marketing, right? You're presenting yourself and your image. So if you wanna do that and you wanna have great clientele be there for you, you have to work on your advertising. It's no yeah. longer, you know, um, I, I've got a great story. I'm driving down the road here in Atlanta and I see a billboard in the middle of Atlanta for somebody giving a gift card out. You know, so you get a, you get a hundred dollar gift card for 80 bucks. Uh -huh. It's on a billboard, but it doesn't tell you, it just tells you the group. It doesn't tell you the restaurant names or anything. It just said, buy this car. Oh, What a waste huh. of money. Right. Yeah. Cause you use billboards for directional, you know, get off this exit to come here. You know, come do this. Uh, it's not a branding unless you're Coca-Cola, of course. Yeah. Right. Or someone like that. Well, so, I, I think I think it's a matter of like unless you're you have enough to to make it worthwhile, right? Yes. And and you know, branding is very difficult. Let's face it, because you know you don't have the money most restaurants to brand and just spend money to put it out. You know, that's why Coca-Cola is in high school scoreboards. You know, they got Coke up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Great. Yep. So, so Joe, any, any uh, last pieces of advice that you would give to listeners, viewers? You know, I think we have to be smart as a, as an, a restaurant advertiser today or a retail store advertiser. And, and what I mean by anybody who has foot traffic, somebody coming to their restaurant, coming to their store, can we capture them and then smartly and unintrusively advertise to them in places that they're out every single day? And there's no way a restauranteur can do that and cook and run the front of the house and, you know, uh, figure out the new menu. 
they need outside help. And that's what we're all about. How do we help these people, you know, get back from where they were? This COVID thing has caused a lot of pain. And how do we get people back in? But la my last point on the COVID thing, I don't know, we don't want to spend a ton of time on that. But I can tell you who visited your restaurant over the last 120, 180 days. And how about we invite those people to come in and, you know, hey, we're open again. Yeah. Not just an email. Hey, we're open. Come on in. We have enough, you know, Giovanni's coming in and, and showing us the new, the new Chardonnay, uh, the new Chianti blend that he, he brought over from Italy with his truffles. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I think, I think food from Italy is going to be a little more popular here in the next couple months. I don't know if I'm quite ready to go to, go to rush to the, the, the fresh Italian restaurant. But um, I, think, I think that makes a lot of sense, Joe. And so here are my key takeaways. One, uh, meet customers where they're at. And I, I, I love that. Utilize things like the, uh, two, utilize things like the mobile ID which isn't scary. It respects the, the privacy, but it, it serves them up things they're interested in, in a way that they receive information. Uh, three, more data well used leads to more revenue. I think that's a, that's a good point that you've been making throughout this whole podcast. And then um, lastly, be smart in advertising. You know, there's a lot of, you've put 10 years into Webosity. You've built some incredible relationships and systems. Um, yeah, and so companies like Webosity that can be utilized to, you know, leverage all of that. And the way that the way that it's successful is that you uh, work with a lot of people to take this incredible investment that you've put into Webosity and, you know, break it up into really bite-sized pieces so that everyone gets gets the the benefit up here without having to put in the huge investment in ten years like you have. And I think that's a it's a great value add, Joe. And one other piece, Zach, to add to that, I think that, you know, I'm the strategist here, I'm here, you know, looking at the situation, but I surround myself with our, in, in this company, with people who are excellent content marketers, right? They know how to write good copy. Uh, people who know how to good, you know, build a good digital ad, build a nice website that people will respect and will, will, will say, oh, I want to go into that restaurant because it really looks nice. I can't tell you how many restaurants don't have pictures of their interior. You know, duh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, spend a million dollars designing your interior. You don't show anybody what it looks like. And, I, you know, quite frankly, if I'm going with my wife. I care about the atmosphere at that restaurant. Yep. I'm with you. So, so you know, we're surrounding ourselves with really smart people uh, who lend themselves. And you could never, as a restauranteer, hire those people, right? It just, they, they just wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't be able to afford it, I guess, is really yeah. well. Well, it's, it's, it's tough and things, things aren't getting easier right now, uh, but they will be getting better. And so Joe, today's ovation goes to you, man, for getting out there, for helping people out for with this, uh, figuring out how to bring people back in, in a way that's great for the restaurant, convenient for the consumer. So thank you, Joe. Appreciate you coming on. Zach, it's been a pleasure. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Glad you're with us today. And thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.